All yeah. right, we ready to start? Yeah, let's run it. All right. Podcast. Oh, hold on. Rerun it. What, what podcast are we on? Is this six? Week five? It's week five podcast six Yo, as far as I This is yeah. as is tradition. All right. Week five NFL podcast six of the year. Nick and Bean pod. What a time to be alive. Nick, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm hydrated, ready to go. Week five. Beautiful. I'm just making sure uh, I have my mic going. Make sure your your mic is your input input source on your laptop. Uh, as always, we are brought to you by Diet Smoke. Do I have to keep doing this, Nick? The best stuff in the game. Delta 8, Delta 9, THC, pens, gummies, vapes, sodas. I mean, they've got everything. And it's it's just the best product. I mean, like I as you know, I don't write anything down for this this ad read because it's that good. I can just talk from the heart. It's the best stuff in the game. It's all I use. I know you use it on a daily basis. It's light, it's just right. You can still stay on your game. You can still podcast. Look into Nick's eyes. It's the best stuff. It really is. Diet smoke, code Nick and Bean, 20% off. E on the end of Bean. Always remember that. Let's yeah, the recap. Go ahead. The delicious, yeah, like you said, Delta 8, Delta 9, and they even came out with this other thing. It's like THC, and then there's some code behind it. I don't know the number. It's like THZZ or something. Um, it's fire. Tap into that. Yeah, tap yeah, into that. It's, it's the best. So let's recap a glorious week. I mean, this was the week. Rod is here. What's up, Rod? Appreciate you, brother. This is the week I was telling everyone about where I saw the board last week perfectly. Everything I did worked, okay? We took the oh, the bet of the week, the Cowboys over the Patriots, minus six and a half. They beat them by a 1,000. They yeah. might have ended Mac Jones's career. It was incredible. <laughs> Yo, fat, the, people are talking like it. Exactly. The Bears plus three and a half, they were up by 100. They they lost the game by three, but we were never in doubt of covering. My teaser was, the, was scary. We had the Eagles almost blow it, but they came back and won. Ravens won outright, getting eight and a half points. And the only bet I lost, the Panthers, they were winning the whole game and they somehow lost. Bryce Young, my boy, you, you, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? But it's not like all on him. Like it's not no, all I on know. him. I know. But he just looks so small back there. So so I am a little bit worried about him. On top yeah. of going three and one on my bets, I was six and zero oh in fantasy. I have five four and zero oh teams and one two and two team. It's fantastic. I know you had oh yeah, I, Nick almost had a perfect four and zero oh in fantasy, but he played me in one league. How'd that go? Yeah. I thought like I thought I had it in the bag. I'm up. I, don't, I had David Montgomery. I was up like maybe thirty five to. Something stupid projects to win. I have Joe Burrow at quarterback. He puts up like four points. You have AJ Brown, Puka Nakua go off. It was an epic comeback. I think, by I think you were. I think you were projected to win by like forty-five points during the one o'clock games. I'd be interested to see what the percentage was. I had to yeah. win like five percent or like seventy-something percent to win. Yep. And uh, Lee, shout out to Lee. CJ Stroud is looking good. That is that a is preview. Cool. For the impact players, and uh, the only thing I do want to make so you went th- you went one and one in your bets, uh, yeah. and three and, and one three in fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, got it. So still still a really good week. And uh, the only thing I want to mention before it, you, Lee thinks C.J. Stroud should have been drafted first. Well, I don't think you're alone at this point. Uh, it is still early, but Stroud looks fantastic. We'll funniest thing it. funniest thing I saw this past week before we get into impact players was. Uh, I don't know if it was Bleacher Report or one of the betting sites had LeBron do an Instagram live Sunday morning giving out his picks for the week. And they promoted his two-team parlay, which was the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals or something like that. Or it was Cleveland and someone else, and they both lost, and they were terrible picks, and it was hilarious. But shout-out to LeBron getting in the betting game. Exactly. I mean, I can't hate it. Everyone has losing picks every once in a while. Uh was it a parlay? What yeah, it was. It was an zero and two parlay. So that was glorious. So great, great week last week. We're gonna look to uh, continue that this week. So why don't you lead us off, yeah. Nick? I will. I'm gonna shout you out right now. I am reading our notes before this pod. Okay. It looks like you put in the work this week. Start us off with Josh Allen, the number one impact player yeah. 
who's on all my fantasy teams and at the same time was destroying my personal team, the Dolphins. Give us give us some stats. I know he had five total touchdowns, four throwing. He was incredible. Yeah, so he had four, th- uh, four throwing touchdowns, like being said, 12.8 yards per attempt, which is huge. 21 for 25 passing, which, I mean, bro, he basically didn't miss. 320 yards, 158.3 passer rating, and then – that's, and that, just so you know, 158.3 is perfect. That's as high as you oh. can get, and it was the first time in his career he had a perfect passer rating. Yeah, that's nuts. So, yeah, throughout the season, on top of that, their defense is running out fifth, no, maybe like sixth in the league. So that team is looking unstoppable. Uh, they, the, they gave the Dolphins that work this week. It was like – Big brother paid little brother. They had some heavy packages running with those two tight ends, Kincaid and Knox, uh, which looking like against our nickel defense or something like that, our guys just looked way too small to tackle them. Um, and then they had Latavius Murray, who's like 230 pounds. So it, it really, we really saw what that heavy weight can do. Yeah, Stefan Diggs torched our our second corner, Kohei or Koho, whatever his name is. We really need – yeah, he, is he second? Well, with Ramsey out, he might be. Yeah, yeah. right now. We, we could use Ramsey back, but that was an absolute schlacking by the Bills. Took it, And you heard it in the Dolphins locker room a lot. I think Tyreek said it. I think a couple other people said it. Kind of brought us back to earth. Might be good in the long run to take a loss like that and really step back and say, all right, we're not unstoppable, clearly. We, got, we, we really got to play good football against these really good teams to have a chance. Uh, Tommy in the building, Romy Rome in the building. Felix yeah. says bench Joe Burrow. I don't I mean, hate that. I think they should have did that like two weeks ago. They lost anyways. Don't you I? Really don't you're probably right. right, Brendan. You're you're spot on there. It was uh, the Bills wanted it more. They played perfect. They smacked us. It's all good though. You take the L and you move on. Let's get into the second I believe, impact. I believe Go Josh ahead. Allen is probably the favorite right now for MVP at this point. I have it in my head. Josh Allen plus 300, Patrick Mahomes plus 550, Tua plus 600. So if you want to bet Mahomes right now might be your time, if, if that's what you want to do. I mean, it's never a bad bet to bet Mahomes. <laughs> He's always right in it at the end. So And his best football's ahead. So, you know Josh Allen's going to throw some picks down the down – the, well, all season. For sure. For sure. Josh Allen, number one on uh, the impact player list. Before we move on, oh, Eric, EJ, he just came in and said it. Bill's me, number two in yards per point, Nick. He stole your stat. Let me fact check that, my friend, one second. Fact check that while I move on to our second impact player of the week. And Lee was on this earlier, but they're fourth Bills in yards per point. Fourth in yards per point at 11.3. Got it. They're fourth in a stat that means nothing that no one cares about. Perfect. All right, C.J. Stroud, our second impact player of the week. Lee, I think you, I think everyone agrees with you right now. He should have been the number one pick. He's actually a Carolina guy, and it felt like when the Panthers moved up to one that he was going to be the guy. They did end up taking Bryce Young. It's very early, but right now, obviously, it looks like Stroud's the, the best quarterback out of the draft. Even I can admit that. Uh, Nick, give us the stats from last week. He was fantastic. Yeah, so – CJ Stroud had two t- two passing touchdowns, 10.2 yards per attempt, 16 for 30 passing, which really isn't that good. 306 yards at 111.2 passer rating, 16 yards on the ground, and zero picks, which I think is pretty big for a, a rookie quarterback to have zero picks. They're two and two on the year, uh, and then Houston is top five in the league in yards per pass per attempt, which means that the team is trusting him to throw down the field. He's not throwing and completing a bunch of dinks and dunks. Well, we kind of see that with the 16 for 30 on the game. But I mean, um, who thought they would smack the Steelers like that? Nobody. I mean, he looked incredible. He's got the second most yards through four games in history. I think Cam Newton was number one. He's number two. Andrew Luck was number three. He just, he's got that presence about him. And he actually was in impact players last week. So it's a two time in a row that we're highlighting him. And you have to, because you got to give the guy his respect. D'Amico Ryan's, seems to be a great head coach he was on part of my take this week I caught a little of the interview and he was talking about how you got to work with the guys you got and he said CJ Stroud's the first one in the last one out studies tape 
you know, he's just really been flawless through four games, and no one would have thought the Texans be two and two right now. Right. So the Texans might be one of the most shocking teams of the year. Like there's some teams, maybe we can go through it later. Some teams that you're like, you thought were going to be amazing, like the Bengals uh, that are underperforming. And then teams like the Texans or even the Cardinals, who we thought were tanking, who they're not a great team or nothing, but like they might be just below average where we thought they were like outlier bad. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think the Texans is one of those examples where we thought they were going to be a piss poor team. Then there's probably more about average. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I see Tommy's got a question. Did you reply to Tommy here? I did, but Lee, what's good with the Steelers, brother? Oh, is Lee a Steelers guy? Uh, I seen him posting on his story, and they are just looking trash. Somehow they're 500. I don't know how, and we'll see how it plays out the rest of the year. Tommy's asking McLaurin or Cup. You answered in here. You're not positive if Cup plays. Tommy doesn't really have that luxury to wait since McLaurin uh, kicks off in about 30 minutes. Uh, that's a tough one, Tommy. I, I'm i just big on McLaurin this week. I think he has a big week. I'm starting him in our league, and he'll actually take the place of one, probably either Calvin Ridley or someone along those lines. So I am big on McLaurin this week. Cup, though, if you've been waiting on him, it's tough to sit a guy like that. You know what you I gotta, mean? You got to sit him. I think you got to sit him. Yep, Lee says, yeah, I'm a Steelers fan. Let's not talk about that. Well, fair enough. We'll move on from that. Next, uh, The next impact, we're just going to give it to the Lions. I mean, it's been a long time since you saw them do that to Green Bay. And, yes, they've beaten Green Bay, but Green Bay's owned that division for so long. And they came in and golf threw a pick right away, and you're like, oh, no, like what's what's going on here? And then they kicked the shit out of the Packers. They ran it down their throat. They threw it all over the field. The defense was great. Monty, even though he can't get more than three yards per carry, he had 32 carries, 121 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I don't don't know if we need to stay on this, but I just wanted to point out the Lions because they just whooped the Packers. Guess, so the Lions, when you think Lions, you're thinking high-flying offense, shit defense, right? Pretty much. Yep. From last year. Bro, their defense, if you want to go yards allowed per game – their defense is solid. They're so, so remember, last year they had the number one, number two pick. The Jags botched the pick. They took Trayvon Walker first. They overthought it. Hutchinson was the pick all along. Aiden Hutchinson, exactly. absolute stud. Then this year in the second round, everyone was worried about the Lions because they took a running back uh, in Gibbs, like 11th or 12th overall. Then they took a linebacker at like 16, the kid from Iowa. But what people didn't realize is in the second round, they got an absolute steal. It's Brian Branch. He's a safety from Alabama, and he's an absolute stud. Uh, Bucks have been the uh, – Lee, Lee is a fucking fortune teller. Let me tell you that because what's next in our impact players? Well, they're actually two away, but why don't we go to them? Baker Mayfield <laughs> is next on our impact players. Lee just crushing it here. 246 yards, three touchdowns, only one pick. I mean, it, it begs the begs the to bring up a question, but I mean, Tom Brady from last year or Baker, like, how is Baker Mayfield this much better than Brady was? Last, Brady was terrible, if you don't remember. Yeah. So Baker's always had that talent, but he'd never seemed to be able to put it together. His accuracy has been off, but this year it's not looking so bad. He looks he looks great. They're three and one. Huge surprise. Next impact player, we've got Puka Nakua. 39 catches in four games, breaks the record by nine catches. Anquan Bolden had the record before at uh, at 30. So shout out to Puka. We'll see if he can keep it up when Cooper Cup comes back. Obviously, he's not going to have the same volume, but I still think he's going to be a really solid wide receiver and probably a wide receiver two borderline flex for fantasy. Uh, And then last, my question to you, Nick, can Christian McCaffrey win the MVP this year? Is it possible that a running back is going to win the MVP this year? I think he'll get offensive play of the year. I don't think he's going to get MVP. 20 rushes, 106 yards, seven catches, 71 yards, four total touchdowns. Um, the guy is the guy is on pace for so many yards and so many touchdowns. He looks like LaDainian Tomlinson. The reason yeah. I asked you that question, because I looked it up before, and we talked about MVP odds a little while ago. Christian McCaffrey currently on my site is 15 to 1 to win the MVP. 
I I personally, before the season, sprinkled a little fifty dollar bill on him at eighty five to one. Okay. So you can do the math. We're about forty, uh, a little bit over four grand if he hits that. So I'm hopeful. I mean, they never really give it to a, a a running back. I think for a running back to get it, none of these quarterbacks have to be perfect. Josh Allen has to have more games like he did against the Jets. Mahomes has to have more games like he did against the Jets. Funny enough, Tua has to probably you know not play a full season. But you know, it's a uh, Purdy. Even Purdy on his own team, he's gonna get. No, no, up. Purdy's Purdy's garbage. He's. I, I mean, he's. Uh, I see Beedick on the the stage here. Uh, I don't know Purdy's odds, but Purdy, they'll never give Purdy MVP over. I don't think he can get it over McCaffrey. I I don't. McCaffrey's the guy on that team. At least to me. I'll look it up while while you jump into the marquee matchups. He has the ball in his hand. So, like, he's going to get the Kishan McCaffrey touchdown, running touchdowns. He's going to get the receiving touchdowns. He's going to get Ayuk. He's going to get Debo. He's gonna kill. Yeah, they're both fifteen to one. Oh, they're both okay. fifteen to one. In that so, case, after is a better buy. Uh, is it the better buy if they? No, if, the they, if they're out? if they're equal, you know, I guess Purdy's the better buy. But like I said, I have them at eighty-five to one, not fifteen to one. So, shout out to you. So uh, first marquee matchup. Yes, give it to us. Well, hold on. Impact yeah. players: Josh Allen, C.J. Stroud, Lions, Puka, Baker, McCaff. Give us the first marquee matchup. We're back in London town. Yes, uh, so we're over from Wembley to Tottenham, and we've got the Jags versus the Bills. Bills minus five and a half. The total has been bet up. Uh, no, sorry, it hasn't been bet up. It's forty-eight and a half. Let me let me double check if it's been bet up. Why did I think it was fifty-one in my head? No, I think it's still forty-eight and a half. Yeah, forty-eight and a half. I got it here. I'll, I'll, yeah. I just pulled up the line, so I have them all here if we need them. Sure. Bills minus five and a half. Is that what it is? Yeah. So. The Jags stayed out in London. They did switch hotels, but it's still sort of an away game. Maybe you got a point of value for their uh, not traveling and not having to adjust to a time zone. Um, the Bills just coming off a season-defining win, so sometimes yep. it affects teams and they don't really show up the next week, especially now we're in London, which which can yep. be, you know. Um, and yeah, but at the same time, the Jags showed up last week for the first time basically all season. So are they also coming off sort of some of that that high? So yeah, this this is this game's a rat to me. This is an absolute rat. Everyone will have the Bills in a teaser. Everyone. And and my thing is just don't bet the London games. Just let London go. Let enjoy it. Watch it. Don't bet it because funky things happen in London and everyone, I mean, it's 65% of the bets, 65% of the money is on the bills right now. And it just feels like a rat line. Obviously, when I look at this game, I think, oh, the bills are going to kill them. The bills are the best team in the NFL right now after last week. How are they not going to win this game or best team in the AFC? How are they not going to win this game? Well, who knows, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, I did end up taking them in that, in that, pre 1 p.m. teaser i put bills to plus exactly half. every sucker and their mother's yeah. gonna have them in a teaser just like you the teaser king i think a teaser they're safe i don't know if they're gonna cover the five and a half dynasty trade waddle or cup i mean that's not even close tommy waddle's like 23 or 24 and cups like 50 and just blew a hammy for like a month so he pulled something else bro i think he pulled his dick or something he that something. that ain't just a hammy he did something weird He's like, what is going on with Cup? Let's see if he if he comes back this week and he's perfectly fine, then then I'll uh I'll stop. But I mean in Dynasty, it's easy waddle. He's he's young. He's yeah, not even close. All right, next matchup, division matchup. Uh let me just make sure the line is still the same. I believe it is. Ravens minus four. Still minus four. Yeah, but it's Ravens. minus Yep, Ravens minus four at Pittsburgh, another divisional matchup in the AFC North. The over-under ticked up a little. It's 38 even. Um, this is a this is a tough game because the Ravens arrow pointing up, Steelers arrow pointing down. What happens in these games, these divisional games, it always seems to be a three-point game between, between these two teams. I think, yeah. uh, I think a lot of people will be betting the Ravens. And I think Mike Tomlin will coach these guys up. And if I was leaning one way, I would lean towards the home dog in an AFC North 
matchup. What do you think about this game, Nick? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. In these, I typically would just take the home dog plus four. Lamar just busted the last team's ass throwing the balls, throwing the balls, throwing the ball 19 pause. times that game. Yeah, pause. Um, but the thing is, he scrambles great. The Steelers' defense is one of the worst in the league. Uh, they're bottom three. So I think the Ravens bury them, um, to be honest. I'm not going to bet that game because minus it's four. It's a sucker like, bet. That's why. I'm not going to bet the game, but like I think the, the Ravens bury them. It's not even close. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Next game we have, funny enough, this Rams team, just they, they're just surprising people. We got the Eagles, and it seems like they're the same line every week, minus four and a half. They're sticking them in this Vegas zone at the Rams. Over-under is a clean 50. Like you said in the notes, Jalen Hurts looked pretty good last week. They started slow. The commanders always seem to play them well. Epic comeback win. A.J. Brown's a dog. Devontae Smith, dog. DeAndre Swift somehow is just crushing right now. And the defense looked bad, though. I will uh, I will say that. The commanders diced them. Sam Howell diced them up. Eric Bieniemy, incredible. One of the best offensive coordinators in the league already. He's dial- He dialed some stuff up. He looks like Andy Reid Jr. He learned from the best. They absolutely diced up Philly, who has one of the better defenses in the league. This is going to be this is going to be a tough game though. The Rams are playing really well. You think Cooper Cup's probably going to be back? They'll limit his snaps. Um, what do you think here, Nick? Yeah. So the Rams have not looked like the team that we thought they were going to be. Um, sorry. Yeah. Both. Both these teams. The I was talking about the Eagles there because we thought the Eagles were going to be even better. They're not a bad team at all. The Rams as well have not looked like the team we thought they were going to be. We thought they're going to be horrible, and they've actually played pretty decent. Um, that being said, I did definitely bet the Eagles at minus four. Uh, I think the the Eagles defensive line is going to eat up the offensive line of the Rams. They got one guy that's dinged up. Um, other guys that just kind of came back from injury. I think they had a, like three guys down at some point, I think week two. Um, and on top of that, I do believe Matt Stafford is dinged up as well. He's off the injury report but he had some contusion, some bone contusion. And uh, I think if you, if the Eagles get that pressure on him, minus four should be good. So I landed with the Eagles. I like it. All right. Two more games. Chiefs at Vikings. Chiefs minus four. Uh, Over-under is 53. This game, I don't know what to think of this game. The Chiefs are, the Chiefs played so weirdly on Monday night. Maybe the, maybe that Jets defense is just super legit. But they, Mahomes threw a couple picks. He should have had more. It was really weird. They got saved by a call at the end. Uh, lone bright spot. Not a huge line difference, but the uh, the Chiefs are cheap uh, minus three and a half now, and the Eagles okay. are minus four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of sharp betters are going to be on the Vikings here, actually. Uh, lone bright spot for the Chiefs. Yeah, the sharps are going to be. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The I was Vikings that earlier. is so bad. Exactly. This line should be this line should be seven. This line doesn't make sense either. Pacheco, lone bright spot. He's been dominating even against a great Jets defense. He looked awesome. What do you? You're leaning Chiefs clearly, then, right? Yeah, I I bet the Chiefs. I don't know if I'm going to give that out as a pod pick, but I bet the Chiefs minus three and a half. I think this is going to be light. Um, The Vikings. They're running with our with our old dude. Uh, What's his name? Brian Flores. Flores. Brian Flores. Um, yeah, Brian Flores is a defensive coordinator. What does he like to do? He likes to blitz, um, and he does it often. When you give Andy Reid that telegraph that he knows what you're doing, he has time to prepare. He's a creative mind. I like the Chiefs and Mahomes minus three and a half against the, the, the Vikings. Shred I think city. I'm going to bet Minnesota now. I, I, I think I'm just going to dodge you. Did you just make that bet live? Shred City. Oh, no, I already, I, I already the sharp, and I just looked at it. Sharp money's on uh, Minnesota. Last last matchup of the week, they Cowboys were. at Niners. The best matchup, Sunday night football. Two of the three best teams in the NFC. Rematch from the playoffs the last two years where the Niners just shit down the Cowboys' throat, knocked them out of the playoffs. They own them. They're minus three and a half at home, over-unders 45. What you thinking, Nick? I'm thinking that the Cowboys are in trouble. The – 
the 49ers are just looking like a machine. Their defense is solid, and their offense is just tearing people up. I think they have the second defense in the league. No, they don't have the second defense in the league. I'm looking at yeah. So the Cowboys actually have the second defensive league. Michael Parsons a little banged up. He got banged up on a play towards the end of the game there. Um, we obviously know about the cornerback is down, the big name. Not that he was necessarily that impactful of a player. Um, he was. But, Trayvon Diggs was super impactful. Yeah, impactful. Well, yep, he was he awesome. He out for the season. Um, so 49ers, I think they handle this one easily. Uh, I don't have to bet in this game, but I think the 49ers are easy. Cowboys win the game probably. I love the Cowboys. Rode with them last year. Heartbreak every year with them. Cowboys, and eh, maybe they don't win the game, but I think they cover it. They always play that. It's it's always a close game. So I would if if I if I had to take the game, I'd take the Cowboys and the points. Is All right. Kittle going to do anything from EJ? Kittle probably not. I mean, when you don't have a great quarterback, it's uh, it's it's tough to do much. You know, Brock Purdy just, you know, he's he's a one read guy. It's McCaffrey, it's Ayuk, and while I'm talking shit about Purdy. We bring in the number one Purdy man himself, Mr. Beedick, the prop god, coming off a two and two week that felt like it was going to be four and zero. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great, honestly. There's a great energy in the pod tonight. We've got people in the chat commenting. We've the chat's Bean. blowing off. Yeah, we've got Bean glowing after <laughs> his week last week. And then we've got Nick dropping stats left and right. He, yep. he's, he's on his game tonight. So I'm happy to be back, boys. And, and before we get started, I know I said some things during this podcast that got you going backstage. I saw you. I, <laughs> I, we got we to gotta talk about Eric Bieniemy. all right? We got to talk about this guy, all right? We have to. He's a budding offensive coordinator. He's coming from Andy Reid's downline. The, the commanders look incredible on offense. Why do you hate him? All right. we Great, great little story time. Back when I graduated college, um, my first job was working as a football operations assistant for the Buffs, one of the worst college football teams of all time. We were, I think, 1-10, in 10, and our one road win was in overtime at Washington State. And do you know who the offensive coordinator on that team was, Bean? Tell us. Eric Bieniemy. Yep. Is, that so, the air, is that the air raid offense? What, what offense was that? Oh, this was like a no-raid offense. No, you know, we, we could not put up any points. This guy in practice was just screaming at these college kids, throwing his clipboard. Um, here's another great one. Uh, there was this recruit who was a running back slash wide receiver out of high school. And I already you know, know who part, it is. Yeah, part of my job is going through tape, trying to find the best high school kids. So – one of the guys that I really wanted and a couple of us in the staff really wanted Christian McCaffrey. That's who this guy was. And we thought we had a shot at him because he grew up in Colorado. You know, his dad played for the Broncos. So I remember there was, I'm not, not going to say Eric B but there was a part of the staff that said, what are we doing looking at a white running back? He's never going to make it. Fair. So, fair. Yep. So, you know, this, this is – I don't want to be taking shots at the enemy here. He is a buff. You know, he was on the 1990 National Championship team. But I think there's a reason this guy hasn't got a head coaching job. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I think I've seen it behind the scenes. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I think he, I think he looks fantastic. Personally, we 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 know we disagree on this subject. Time will tell, you know. But as as a buff, I just feel like you got to support buffs, you know. Yes, go buffs. All all I have to say about that. Go buffs. Go buffs. All right. So we went two and two last week, but let let's be real. You went two and two, but you won because the prop that everyone dumps their life savings on the Brandon Aubrey pop prop it hit again. 
So that was your best bet of the week. We knew see you still you still won. You were two and two, but your best bet won again. Yeah, guys, we're four and three on the season. And and it just feels like we could be five and two, six seven and one. And seven we're, and we're, oh. We're not even close to three and four, but yeah, we've had a couple unfortunate breaks. Uh, Brock Purdy last week, we needed him to throw for two touchdowns. He scored two touchdowns. He he rushed for one and threw for you, one. You can't put your faith in Brock Purdy, though. He's garbage. Yes. And also, he threw a pass to Christian McCaffrey for a <laughs> touchdown that went slightly backwards so it was given a rushing touchdown that that so, was a that was a throw i will hand up that was a throw that didn't go backwards that was bullshit he fired it you know seven yards down the line right into his hand so to to be fair being this is exactly what bean and i predicted that these are the touchdowns the dump offs you know he's not throwing 40 yard fades he, this these are how brock purdy brock purdy gets his touchdowns and you know we again couple couple bad breaks but we're we're feeling great we're, we're above 500 we haven't had a losing week so let's, so four and four and three on the season two and two last week tell us what you have cooked up this week i got a few cooked up this week so Earlier today, I, I was texting with Nick and Bean, and I said, yeah, guys, you know, I've got one kicking that I really like, but but I'm struggling to find some picks. And, and Nick said, you know, you don't have to take kicking props. You can take something else. And I didn't respond, but I just wanted to say to Nick, we're not taking kicking props because they're sexy. We're, we're taking <laughs> they've been winning. You yeah, know? They're, they're, gr- they're gross, but it doesn't matter how gross they are if they win. Hey, winners are winners, man. Exactly. So our first one, it's going to be a familiar bet. It's one of these over one and a half field goal bets. And this week it's going to be Harrison Bucker. Over one and a half field goals for Harrison Bucker. This is Nick. What team's he on? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, everyone knows Bucker. He's the Chiefs kicker. They're playing at Minnesota. So we always talk about the checklist. We've got great weather. We've got an accurate kicker. He's eight for eight on the year. He's one of the best in the league. We've got a good offense with the Chiefs. And then we have a team we don't expect to have to go for it on fourth downs. We think they're going to be winning this game. They're going to be able to take their points. So Harrison Bucker over one and a half field goals. That's the first one. Beautiful. No relation to Dick Butkus, RIP, just passed away. I mean, now that I just said that, I think if you don't have it in a bet, you might have to sprinkle Bears money line tonight, or is it too late, the game starting? But oh shit, it's eight seventeen, so we're maybe too late. That's a kick. On yeah, that. it's a right now. Who doesn't have the live betting these days? You know this that's is, true. Good point. And, and this is why you got to join the the live Nick and Bean broadcast. You know this, this is what you get when when you join live. Touche. All right, so Bucker over one and a half, classic prop god prop. What do you got next? Next, we're gonna go Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns. So there, sorry, go ahead, Nick. No, I was saying, okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, the Lions playing at home against the Panthers. And it's a huge, huge, huge deal that this game uh, is at home and in the dome. So last year, Jared Goff threw for 23 touchdowns at home. You know, that's great. He threw for six touchdowns on the road. He's a completely different guy playing in Detroit versus on the road. Yeah. Last season, he had two touchdowns or more in eight out of nine home games. He hit this bet. On the road, he hit it one out of eight times 
So Jared Goff at home over one and a half passing touchdowns. And, and this is one I can see us taking a few more times down the road when uh, the Lions get these, these home games. Yeah. I like Love that it. one. Definitely. Yeah. A, so one of my checklists when I'm betting uh, Jared Goff, the Lions, is he at home and is he going to be under pressure? He's a completely different guy if the answer to those questions are yes or no. Real Love quick that. before before uh, BD uh, keeps going, Tommy, appreciate you saying the interface looks dope. Nick worked hard on that. EJ says the Washington football team is wearing their Steelers jerseys. Yeah, those aren't the best. Uh, we got someone else saying Lions will cover minus 10. That's a big number. That's uh, huge. Game, game, that's a big number. Jamison Williams is going to be playing. Lee agrees saying that uh, they're going to cover the, uh, the, the the minus 10. It's a big maybe, number in the yeah. NFL. Or, or I know the Panthers suck. All right. Panthers, so, yeah, the ahead, Panthers sorry. are. Yeah. for stealing it from Prop God. No, you're good. Oh. You're good. It's, Your show right now, Kit. Oh, no, Bucker, I love it. Bucker, yeah, off, and what do we got next? All right, here is the fun one, boys. So for our third prop, it's another kicking prop, but this is a different one. I, I hinted in week two that we might take this one later in the year, and the time has come. So we're going to take in the Saints at Patriots game that the This longest- is the prop of the week. This is the prop of the week, baby. (laughs) In the Saints and Patriots game, make you tune in. Yep, and listen to me here. You have this on your books. You just might not know it, okay? I promise you guys, you have this. So (laughs) Saints at Patriots is the game. We're going to take that the longest field goal is under 46 and a half yards. I can see it. Okay, okay. Let me tell you why. The, the main reason is that we are expecting a gusty day up in up in Foxborough at, at Gillette. So we're supposed to have winds between 15, 20 miles per hour, which is high with with 30 mile per hour gusts. Okay? OK, that's tough. We've been taking Brandon Aubrey and Jake Moody, two rookie kickers that we love. This game has two rookie kickers that we hate. Okay. So <laughs> the the Patriots kicker, his name is Chad Ryland. Nick, I don't expect you to know this. I don't even know if I knew this one going yeah. into the night. Who? Chad Ryland. Okay. He is Where the from hell did they find him. Yeah. He is from Maryland. All okay. right. And he is three for his last six field goals. Oh, God damn. On the year, he's kicking at 54%. If if this guy has a bad game, I, I don't even know if he keeps the job. For, he's for not that. finishing the fucking season. <laughs> yeah, so already we're, we're feeling great. And yep. then Blake Group is the Saints kicker. G-R-U-P-E, so you could Google that one. Yeah. He, he's a rookie out of Notre Dame. And on the road this year, they've played two games at home, two games on the road. His longest field goal made is 28 yards. Is it a pro? Right? What? Is it a professional? This is a professional. <laughs> yeah. It will, he, yeah, he hasn't been terrible. He's missed a couple, but – part of this bet is about the opportunities, you know, like yeah, they're not we're, rolling we're, out there. What we're, we're banking on. There's not going to be many opportunities of field goals longer than 46 and a half yards. Maybe one that we get a miss on, but I'd be surprised if we even get an attempt. So what a, what a dime Justin Fields. If anyone's watching the game, they already scored mm, on this commander's D Mooney? DJ Moore touchdown, easy okay. money. easy money i and back to the prop i love that prop the under 46 and a half it's my favorite that you're giving out this week i love all of them but that prop just has all of the checklists it's got everything you want and it's got two offenses that don't really move the ball really as well so it's just got a lot of great things um to go with it 
Yeah, absolutely. The, the one thing I'll say about this one is, you know, when we're taking Brandon Aubrey, he's hitting in the second quarter, you know, we're sitting on the couch loving life. When you take these unders, it's you're gross. waiting all game. Okay. You know, is you almost when, don't watch the game. You don't watch it. Exactly. So just just know that one. Um, I I wanted to to just drop a couple things. So the reason we're not taking Aubrey this week or Moody is because they're playing each other, and that's supposed to be a windy game as well. I Got it. I would okay. I was never, wondering why. I was wondering. That's, that's why. Yeah. Also, you know. I don't really know who's going to be winning that game. We don't, I, I think there's going to be some opportunity of teams going for it on fourth down. So that, that's why gotcha. we're staying away. Um, well, Sam you answered La- my, you answer my question. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sam Laporta, who I said, we're taking every week. He's hit every week. I just last week he played on Thursday, so we couldn't take it. This week I can't find his prop, but I, ha- I haven't over. seen it either. I haven't seen it yeah. either. It's going to go way up though. It's probably going to be closer to 52, 53 instead of the 44, 45. Yeah, that might yeah. Be the line isn't posted yet. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. He, so is it? It's three this week. It's Bucker over one and a half, Goff over one and a half, and under forty six longest field goal Saints Pats. Yes. Wow. So you great summary My, there. This this brain, it's working at 70%, but I can still it's still it's still working over here. Yeah, yeah. No, again, you guys are crushing it tonight. You could just feel it's a great energy, and um I'm I'm pumped to be a part of it. Appreciate yeah. you, brother. We will uh we'll see you next week. As always, prop god. Peace. All right, Nick. It's time. It's pod picks time. Coming off a three in one week. I've got three plays for you this week, okay? Two teasers, actually. I am feeling teasy. Okay. First one, Atlanta-Pittsburgh. Like I said, in that Pittsburgh game, I think it's actually you'll you'll get 10 now. But either way, I like Atlanta and Pittsburgh tease. I think Atlanta is going to beat the Texans, but it's going to be close. So we'll take the points. I think I get them to five and a half. Uh, Atlanta? Uh. Let me tell you in Atlanta, one second. Atlanta, you'll get them to plus. You'll get them like plus three, plus four. They're minus two right now. Plus four and a half. Uh, oh, the, the line's changed. So give me a six and a half point tease. So okay. Atlanta plus four and a half. Steelers will be plus ten and a half. Those games are always close. I love this teaser. What do you got, Nick? My first play is going to be the Chiefs minus three and a half, minus one hundred five. I think they run the score up this week. All right, I hate that pick, but that you don't really got to explain it. It's the Chiefs first fucking Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so it's, minus- it's, a, it's the squarest bet I've placed it's, in a long time. It's such a square bet. It's so square that that I actually have the Vikings in a teaser because all they do is play one score game. So I've got a Cowboys-Vikings teaser, okay? Gets both teams to plus nine and a half. I think both games are going to be close. The Cowboys and Niners always play close games, even though the Niners always win. And the Vikings love to play one-score games. So my second pod pick of the week is Cowboys-Vikings teased. All right, so my second pod pick of the week is going to be the New England Patriots, New Orleans Saints, under 39.5. Like uh, like Beatick said, it's going to be a windy game. The Patriots offense can't put anything together. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. What? Facts. Pat yeah, the New, the New Orleans Saints defense is pretty solid. The New Orleans Saints offense has a few weapons, but Derek Carr is hurt. Um, he looks bad. He looked really bad last week. They're getting Kamara back. We'll see how it looks. I think he's decent or whatever, but yeah, under 39.5. Solid pick in my book. Um,. Before I give my last pod pick, we got the prop god saying he can't. He know we know we know Beatick. You can't guarantee winners, but will he what he will guarantee is solid stats and logic behind them. Usually, it works out more often than not. And then we got Fletcher. We got a big trade question here. Should I trade Derrick Henry and Tua for Ramondre Stevenson and Anthony Richardson? Uh, I would say no. I would say no. That's a troll. Uh, 
There's no yeah. way. Uh, Anthony Richardson's been QB, I think, two or three on the season. So he okay. is uh, very good. But I would stick with King Henry and Tua. All right, my last pod pick of the week. They looked bad last week, let me tell you, okay? They got stomped by the Lions at home. But Aaron Jones is getting healthy. Christian Watson's getting healthy. And the Vegas Raiders, he already accepted it. Oh, God bless. Uh, (laughs) God bless, Fletch. Well, I hope it works out for you. And hopefully it's full PPR if there's any silver lining there. Uh, But they got blasted last week, this Green Bay Packers team. But I think it's a great bounce back spot for them. I I got minus one on the road. Vegas is in shambles. They are in absolute shambles. I think the Packers get a really big bounce back win this week. So I'll take the Packers minus one on the road in Vegas. The prop God says you got two worse players for two better players, and you never want that in a trade, do you? No, that's a losing proposition right there. So my third and final pod pick is going to be the Eagles minus four. Um, I like them this week. They've got the advantage in the trenches, and that can really count. Um, I think Matthew Stafford is hurt, like I highlighted on earlier. Cooper Cup, we're not sure if he's going to even finish the game, what snap count he's going to be on. Um, Jalen Hurts looked crispy last week. There's some balls that he put out to pause, that he put out there for A.J. Brown that (laughs) that only he could grab. You all right. I'm good. Um, You and and Fletch need to talk because Fletcher says Derrick Henry's ranked 17th in rest of the season PPR. Ramondre 6th. I don't – I, I I don't that's crazy. The I don't know what rankings you're looking at, but Ramondre is a little banged up on an offense that is dog shit, and Derrick Henry's coming off his best game of the year. So I, I PPR it makes him a little closer, but I I mean for me I'll I'll take I'll take Derrick Henry. But yeah. hey, you, you already took the trade, so you got to look at the positives. The positives are better days are ahead for Ramondre, and Anthony Richardson might be an absolute stud, right? Yeah, the, the the positive is it can't get any worse for Ramondre because his offense isn't scoring points. Yeah. And then, look, we got a little back and forth. I love what's going on in the chat here. Beedick <laughs> says the, uh, Henry's the only running back that gets better as the year goes on true, and Fletcher just gave himself – he's looking at fantasy pros. Let me tell you, Fletcher, fantasy pros, ESPN rankings, Yahoo rankings, any of these sites, they're ass. They're garbage. Tune in to our show. Ask us the questions. We will tell you what's the real, real thing. Those guys don't know what they're doing. That, that, that's the truth. So, all right. You, what's, do you have another pick or what? No, so I was going to give you a summary of my picks. It's going to be give, Casey. Give me a summary, please. Casey minus three and a half, the under 39 and a half in New Orleans Pats, and Eagles minus four. Beautiful. Yep, prop God over fantasy pros. I've got uh, Atlanta Pitt teaser. Cowboys Vikings teaser, Green Bay minus one, and let's get into the fantasy corner. Do you have our be- the best segment in history? Is it here? I've got the best segment in history, and it's called Questions for the Dean. Let's go. So the first question is, do you think Jaleel McLaughlin is going to be worth an ad? So we've got Javante Williams with a hip. you got some injury. noise in the background. Just so you know. Okay, yeah. We got uh, – I'm not going to be able to deal with that for now. It, it, I would make more noise making the noise go away. Got it. All right, let's let's wrap quickly then because I can't stand it. Okay, so we've got Jaleel McLaughlin. Is he worth an ad? We've got Javante Williams with that hip injury, maybe on the same side as the ACL. What do you think? He looked explosive last week. He, he's worth an ad, but he's not worth what people are paying for him in these leagues. I've seen like – 30, 40, 50% of fab. Uh, He's got a terrible matchup this week. Terrible matchup this week. And Javante's already coming back. I mean, he's already practiced today. So he could even play. It might have been a waste of fab. He's got some talent, though. uh, But I don't think you should spend too – I mean, I think the spending was a little crazy. Yeah, I probably overspent. I spent 57 out of 150, so a little over 30 Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. All right, so next question. Abu Kamara or Joe Mixon? Kamara, I, I think Kamara is uh, is the guy in here. He looked like – I mean, he had like 100 catches last week for like 10 yards, but he still had 100 catches. Offense runs through him. I think the, the Bengals are just 
and, and don't get me wrong, both these guys are solid running backs. If 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 I rank them rest of the season, they're probably both fringe RB ones. You know, they're probably right in that 13 to 15 range, but I'd give the slight edge to Kamara. Wouldn't be mad to have either of these guys on my team. All right, and that wraps up the best segment of the show, questions for the Dean. That's all you had? Yeah. That had a third question, but it was a Thursday night guy. By the way, last week in our – because I always enter both our FanDuel lineups. Last week, I I almost won the whole thing that we were in. We do the $9, 125K rush. I finished yeah. 20th out of 17,000. Jesus Christ. For 200, only for 250 bucks though. So we had, yeah, it's bullshit. Bullshit. I know. I had Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, AJ Brown, Cole Komet. We had a monster lineup. So, and guess what? I feel this lineup I put together this week is going to just fucking go nuts. So, so, it's, uh, so it's week five. Um, am I down three to one? Yeah, you're down but three to one. You actually put up like 130 last week, but I had 193. Tough, tough, tough. So I'm stacking this week. I've got two at quarterback. I think he's got such a high ceiling this week. I've got Bijan Robinson. This is the breakout week, I think. And I got Jameer Gibbs. Amon Ra is a little bit hurt. Uh, there's some you know, some uncertainties there. And I think he's going to get a nicer workload this week. So Tua, Bijan and Jameer Gibbs, give us your, your start. All right. So I've got Lamar Jackson at quarterback. I think they destroy the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've got Isaiah Pacheco coming off that monster week against a, a whack defense in Minnesota. I've got Devon Achan. Achan. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Achan. Achan. Uh, I've got Devontae Smith. Adam Thielen, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, and Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers stacked with Lamar. Then I've got two two Atwell and the New Orleans Saints defense against the whack ass offense of the New England Patriots. Oh, beautiful! You fired it all off. I love it. Uh, yeah, Fletch. By the way, I I like Ramondre a lot too. I I still think he's a really good fantasy running back. It's just Derrick Henry, so it's it's tough to it's tough to pull that trigger. But hey. You're not. You can't go too wrong with Ramondre. I mean, he's still a really good running back. So, all right, let me let me finish it off, and I'll read my whole thing through. So, Tua, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, we're really stacking. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, both, and then I got Jordan Addison bounce back week. Sam Laporta, tight end, best value you can get. Isaiah Pacheco, and then I went super cheap on the defense again. I'm going to stick with this Carolina defense. They had a pick six last week. They seem to make plays. They got Brian Burns. They got Jeremy Chin. They got some players on that team. So that's my fan duel for the week. We got anything else? Are we wrapping? That's it, man. I want to shout out to the chat this week. Fletcher, Brendan, Prop God, Tommy, Lee, BX Damone, EJ, Mike, I mean, this was the Romy Rome. Like, we appreciate you guys. Come in the chat. We'll answer all the questions. We'll interact with you. And uh, that's what we got this week. Salute. Peace.